Hello everyone and welcome to the La Leche de Artes Random Talks podcast. I am Jazz, here with my man, Eddie Pabon. Hello and y'all. And we are here today with George Torres, a.k.a. The Urban Hibaro. Say what's up, George. What's up? ¿Qué pasa, mi gente? <laughs> George, thank you for coming on. He's a uh, he's one of the be- many beautiful souls that we bring onto this podcast. Just to let you all know what is what he's got going on. But this cast is going to be a special cast. We're doing like a dual recording here. Double whammy today, guys. George, amongst the many things that he does, has a podcast uh, called Social Sofrito. Make sure you check that out. Please. And to everybody listening from the Social Sofrito, and hi. Hey, what's good? <laughs> um, but definitely uh, subscribe to this podcast and check it out. We're going to be doing a dual recording today to get to get to know him, but also he's going to get to know us for the for the Social Sofrito. Ooh, we're going to be in the hot seat too. I'm a little nervous here. Me I'm too. shaking. And shit. No, but <laughs> <laughs> um, George, thank you for coming on again. At the, we met when we met last summer. I want to say it was almost a year and a half ago. So two summers ago. Oh, that's right, because we just celebrated a year with the podcast. We did. Okay, so about a year and a half ago, I get this invitation to a a social media lunch and learn, right? Yep. Uh, And I got my little ticket. I was excited about it. This is when I was like, you know what, Ed? You need to start investing in the shit that you're trying to do, right? Because, you know, for whatever reason, I've been operating for years under the radar with like little to no marketing budget. But... (laughs) um, I got to attend his his presentation. I have to say it was not only informational, but he mentioned the whole podcast and anchor and and something about that stuck with me in terms of like gluing together all the things that I'm doing. So thank you for sharing that. Um, about a week later, I wound up going to a dinner with a friend, and she also happened to be using the same app and offered to have a podcast recording over dinner. So I was like, okay, this is the universe. I'm real spiritual like this that. The second this is deep time shit. It's the second time in a whole week. Yeah. I'm doing a podcast. Fuck it. So here we are. Um, One so, year later. Yes, let's go. A year and a half later. <laughs> and I have the pleasure of dual podcasting with Mr. Sofrito himself. Yeah, Sofrito isn't that for freaking your soul. awesome? Yes. So he's a digital storyteller, George. That's pretty. You want to tell us a little bit more about that? So, um... First of all, thank you for having me here. This is amazing. Oh, you're welcome. We're very excited to I don't have think you. I've ever been on a podcast that I inspired. Hey, you never know me. who you're touching, I, man. You never know. You, d- you never know. A big shout out to the people at South of France, Maribel, who, who hosted us that day. It was a dope event. Yes, the food um, was great. And for $15, we got the hell of a course. Oh, my God. I'll you never forget that shit. Yeah, for the price that. of lunch, you got the, yeah, the workshop for, the for free. Yeah, for the price of lunch part, yeah. <laughs> so it was dope. Um, so I, uh, I love Latino culture and I was very disappointed growing up that our stories weren't told in, in physical books and textbooks. So I created a website as an undergrad at Swinging College at Westbury called SofritoForYourSoul.com. Kind of started off as my personal poetry page and uh, it evolved quickly because this is what happened. I put my poetry up, I had my friends read it, oh my god, your poetry's great, whatever. I wrote something or you inspired me to write something. Can I post it on your page to see what people think? And then that happened. And next thing you know, the fraternities and sororities are reaching out because they're having open mic nights. And they wanted, so it just became a thing. In Long Island, um, I think six months in, we were doing like a regional like tour, like events off the bat. That's amazing. So it it evolved really quick. Um, My next big point, like a year in was uh, I had some women who were military wives who were interested in finding products from Puerto Rico. So I became a liaison between a spot that used to exist, doesn't exist anymore, called Antojitos.com. Mm-hmm. And Antojitos.com would sell, like, you know, the, the dulce coco, anjonjoli, Oh, my gosh, pilones. that shit that you bring back from Puerto Rico when you go. That shit. So, 
good, so, shit. The that good, good shit. shit, right? So so I ended up going for all that stuff, right? So I end up um linking them up and we started doing care baskets for oh for, God, for Puerto Rican soldiers awesome. on in Iraq at the time. Um uh so yeah, so we just really got into that. And then, you know, it just one thing after another, the Nassau, uh, Nassau County Museum of Art. The internet's brand new, by the way. This, happened, <laughs> this is happening in 1997. Wow. Before Mi Gente, before MySpace. I love before, my Mi Gente um, page and my Black Planet page. GeoCities was, a, you know, I don't know how many people out there of a certain age, but GeoCities was the website. AOL had just come off its, its walled garden situation where they were the only players on the internet. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and the Nassau County Museum of Art noticed that I had this presence and that there were a lot of people going to my website. And that's websites crazy. were brand new at the right, time, right? Right, at that time. That's a huge So deal. they actually invited me to come and help them create a community strategy for the first Latin American art exhibit to ever happen at the Nassau County Museum of Art wow. featuring Frida Kahlo, Botero, like all the, the, the main, the masters, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my big break. Um, and then things just... Got out of control, man. Like, mi gente, mi gente comes in at 99, 2000. Yo, mi gente was my shit. Well, was just, yeah, it was just, it was a snowball effect. So, um, one of the things that happens when you find yourself 22 years later doing something it's is crazy. that you don't realize how important what you're doing is when you're doing it. Right. So, yeah. like, you guys right now just started this podcast, but you have no idea, again, who you're touching. Right. And how this is all going to evolve. So I hope that you're taking like really good notes and writing down all your milestones because I'm having to go back now writing my book to kind of like remember. You have to sit down and kind of go back. I keep milestones with like the summarize in December with the book, um, and with like the photography in terms of with Lalita Latte. But and thank you for Facebook memories for reminding us. Yes, because we're so busy recording. We're like, oh shit! It's been a whole year. Yeah. You got season three right now. Right? Yeah, we are, yeah. And, and 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 it's just become this I like know. weekly thing to look forward I love to, it, right? Yeah. To get to hang out with amazing people like yourself and just hear different and stories spread, and connect with yeah, artists of all different do. facets. Um, the sofrito for your soul sounds like you were like a pioneer in giving Latino people a platform on the internet. So, so to speak. it's it's the first Latino cultural magazine on the web. Uh, predating everything that that you possibly know of there's a couple of sites that are out there that are within the range of three years mm-hmm. that started right after me mm-hmm. uh, that are still out there puerto ricans.com is oh, one of them awesome. boricua el boricua.com was a newsletter out of texas that still exists wow um they, they've been hanging hard um the original hibaro i would say the original hibaro because when i first started this i wasn't called the hibaro mm-hmm. so they did I was, but I wasn't. How did you get no, the urban I like the man. urban yeah. heat battle thing, though. Yeah, you know okay, what I mean? Because so we're so, from New York, so it's, we're a different kind of Puerto Rican. So when I started the website, I was known as El Renacido. And Renacido. why? For those of us who don't speak Spanish? One who's reborn. Okay, gotcha. And, and, and it, wasn't, it, wasn't spirit, it wasn't spiritual or religious in nature. Um, I, I, when I grew up in East New York, Brooklyn, I was in the streets for a little while. I decided I, I was a young father. I got married super young. Wow. Um, I dropped out of school. So by the time I hit 25, I'd already been divorced, two kids. So I ended up going back to college. And That's that was wonderful. my rebirth, right? So I joined an organization called Phi Oda Alpha Fraternity. Um, and uh, as part of my pledge process, you pick a name. And El Genocido oh, right. was a name. So that's the name that I picked. Um, Urban Hibaro, I was given the name a long time before that, mm-hmm. but I didn't embrace it until my mentor, Richie Perez, from the Young Lords, actually passed away. Oh. And when he passed away, 
I started really reflecting on what he meant to me and, and how he shaped the vision for Sofrito for Your Soul right. that I, I, I ended up adopting it like publicly. That's but, wonderful. But on the internet, before I became the urban hero, before I came out of, you know, with that name and started uh, promoting it, there's a guy named Orlando from Hibaros.com. Okay. And he's this super like Christian Hibaro from the island that makes cuatros. And makes them, not plays them. No, he plays and makes. Wow. And, and he would sell them. And he was really into art, but he was very churchy, very religious preachy. So I, I, I didn't you, click with him too much on that. Okay. Because I, I'm not into that. But, but I super respect for him. He's still around. The website's still around. And he dominated with, at the time, the biggest forum, the biggest social media platform was Yahoo Groups. Wow. And my man, until last year, because Yahoo Groups just, they just shut it down. What? They just shut down Yahoo Groups. Wow. And I don't even know, I, I hope Mr. Orlando's okay. <laughs> because I would be tight. You build something for 20 something, oh you know, 20 God. years. And then they kind of, and then they put the full well, plug. Well, this is why you got to future proof your shit. I was just. Future proof? Maybe not. I don't know. What well, you future proof. When I say future proof, I mean, you know, I, I take Vine, for example. A lot of people were super famous on Vine. Oh, and then right. Vine yeah. went down. And now they can't get a follow to save their life. There's um, always so, the next thing. You know, one of the things that I've been diligently trying to do is expand on the platforms that I share my stuff. Like, I, I'm starting to play with TikTok now. And as much as I feel like a child doing that, mm. I also feel like we're future-proofing in case Instagram goes down, right? Because yeah. you can have 20,000 followers on Instagram, but if the shit goes down, then what? The well, well, here's the thing. A lot of people... See, see. okay, so you, I said I'm a digital storyteller, but the next part of my journey is becoming a social media coach. So that's what I do for a living now. Okay. I teach social media to small businesses, entrepreneurs, and I also do programmatic social media for companies like Toyota and JetBlue uh, prior to me joining them and then we'll talk about that in a minute yes but um but I, I you know so I work both sides I work the small entrepreneur side and I also work on programmatic social media conferences South by Southwest Hispanicized Latism etc nice. and one of the things that that drives me crazy is when people say oh you know, new platform, I, I don't want to do it, you know, whatever, because people are used to what they dominated, right? Right. So anybody that tells you, I don't want TikTok, is because it took them a long time to get to 500 followers on Instagram. <laughs> wants, nobody wants to start at ground zero, right? Right. Yeah. Nobody wants to start there. But this is the thing. <laughs> the people that laughed at me, for example, for using Snapchat, don't realize that that's the reason why I'm successful on Instagram stories, because I learned a skill set. So you got to remember that even if a platform comes and goes, you're learning a skill set. Mm -hmm. And you take and, that with you. And you when the take next that with you along. when the next come along, and, and you just add on to your to you know to the totalness of who you are and your brand voice. That's wonderful. So so it's like you know like so that. so so TikTok is is a marriage between Vine and Musically. That's really what right. it is. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So if you played on any of those platforms, if, if you played on Musically, then you could lip sync. I your played ass on off. Musically when my niece was three, and she's eight now, and she's still like I have those things on my phone because of the. My nieces and nephews, I would, I'm like, what the heck is musically? And I have all these videos of just her when she yeah. was three. Lip sync, yeah. Crazy. And, and, that's the, and that's the thing, right? So you learn that skill set. And then for those people who worked on Snapchat and now Instagram stories are now able to say, okay, so now I know how, to, I know how the format is. I know how to do some editing. I know how to put like stickers like mm. So now I can move to the next right. level. Now where TikTok gets interesting is that and I have so many thoughts about TikTok. <laughs> I want to hear and, all and, of them. And I don't want to talk about it too much because, again, this, is, this, this podcast is going to live way beyond mm -hmm, TikTok mm -hmm. and everything right. else that we're talking about right now. But it's about the story. It's about how you tell the story. It's the vision. And, and if you ever saw a meme really go out of control, you realize we're funny motherfuckers. We're funny <laughs> ass people. Yeah. 
and and the internet's unforgiving, right? Really, Something happens, truly. they'll drag you through the mud. Word. And and TikTok is just a platform that's out of control in that regard. I don't even know where these likes are coming from. I don't know whatever. I just had the pleasure of interviewing one of my favorite TikTokers, Senor Edison, the guy that does the Puerto Rico accents and stuff like that. Okay. I don't seen him. No, I Funny don't think so. He's an 18-year-old kid, and he has what? such a deep appreciation for our culture, and he's talking about Taino Indians, and, and it's crazy. So That's you're going to have to listen to the interview. But, yeah, um, I'm def- definitely going to do but that. But Senor Edison is, is what I, like... Like, we had the conversation. I'm thinking to myself, I'm fucking Peter Parker, and this kid is Miles Morales. <laughs> like, there's two generations here of storytellers. Right. Yeah. Different styles. That's awesome. Like, he doesn't understand what I do, and he's right. getting to know me, and he's understanding that. And I don't understand what he does, and I'm right. getting to know. So it's a really crazy. It's respect. It's mutual respect. Right. It's not that I'm an OG, and you should respect me and kiss right. my ring. It's, no, you know that you got you can learn from him, I'm too. I'm learning. Kids will teach you all about... So, do you yeah, know... Yeah, true. Off, like, completely off the, uh, off the conversation... Do you know that if you like somebody's picture three times, you're flirting with them? Like, what? my 12-year-old niece taught me this. Wow. Like, why did you like her picture three times? She's going to think that you like her. And I'm like, well, I do like her. <laughs> First of all, I do like her. So let me like six but now. I don't want her to know. <laughs> That's kind of stalking. So then she taught me about, she taught me, she taught me about haunting. Haunting is when okay, like you haunting. break up with somebody. And then you go and you like their picture and then unlike it. So you just want them to get the notification and then they go back and they think they're crazy. Wow. But, do, that's but you're real, really that's some real twelve year old shit. Though. That's some real psychological wow. like, like like I like, want you to see that I saw, hey. but hey. yeah, I'm gonna so, take yeah. my life back. The, so problem, the only problem I see with these with these, these kids coding <laughs> is that not everybody is privy to this information. So like for example, I'll give you a, um, an, 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 another version of, of that. On Grinder, right, with the, the, the hookup app for gays. But it's on the podcast. It's no, no, it's not. This what podcast, are kids saying about Grinder? This, this podcast is not either. But there's a whole language system on there as well. Like, okay, um, if you see a rose in a profile, it means that they want quote unquote generous people, meaning they're escorting. They want you to okay. pay for sex. Generous. Uh, but you know, I see the rose and I'm like, he likes flowers. Like I don't <laughs> like I'm, a sangano. I'm not paying you for I sex. I got mad roses for you. <laughs> <laughs> Why are all these niggas hitting me up with roses oh, and shit? Awesome. <laughs> I don't even like flowers. But yeah, so that's interesting. So you're privy to all the latest and greatest of the social media world. I try to talk to the young people. I, I, you know, I'm, 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 of, I'm of that school of thought that, um, that we we share what we know, and we give it to the next generation and let them do what they do with it. Right. Let it happen. Like and you then know, they show us how to get it done. New new generations. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, you know, that that's really what it is at the end of the day. And, and so many organizations and, and even taking it back to like actual organizations that serve the community. We get into this thing where we have this one person, this one amazing person that runs this organization and they're doing great work and whatever. And then they die, unfortunately. And nobody knows what to do. Right. Nobody knows where the paperwork is. Nobody knows what the deals that's were. Crazy. Nobody knows what the rent is. Nobody knows where the money's coming from. Wow. And the organization. Um, thank you, Mama. There's my grandmother. She ultimately tanks. I get that. I'm the same way. We have yeah. a flickering light, and I swear, me and you think the same because and every time I light flickers, moments, I'm like, like, it happens to me everywhere. Like yo. seriously, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, my I, grandmother. It happens at the most opportune times where I'm like, okay, that's affirmation from the spirit world. Always. Yeah. So, so, so you know, you have these situations where these elders they they pass away and they don't have anybody to take their place. So even like with um, with some of the organizations that we'll talk about, I guess at some point. Um, that I run or that I founded, co-founded, 
Um, we try to, to build in that next generation as we come along. And then for me, my personal journey, I'm getting away from doing a lot of the digital storytelling from the brand perspective and being an influencer for money and that kind of stuff. And I'm writing my book. So I actually, yes. so I, I, um, I took the, <laughs> I took the initiative and quit my job five years ago to focus on building the agency. Mm-hmm. I built the agency to a place where it was making a lot of good money and I'm good and I'm comfortable. I'm living in Williamsburg, Brooklyn and I'm happy and mm-hmm. I got a beautiful whip and everything's go- good. And then I just decided to completely uproot my life again. And uh, so I quit my job. Because that's just what you do, apparently. So, so I quit my job at my own agency. I, yeah, I shut down yeah. some of my accounts, transitioned some of my accounts to friends who own businesses that are similar to mine. Said they could take it over. Wow. I stopped my contract or stopped working with JetBlue as a as an influencer and a brand ambassador, and decided to become a flight attendant so that I could just focus on the creativity of writing the book and telling my story so that future generations have it. Now my book, Social Sofrito, so everything's kind of the same everything name. Is right? Everything is in the same olla. Is, everything is in the same olla. Um, <laughs> and uh, and what's happening with the book is that the book is my take on human connection and collaboration. Mm. So it's less of a social media book, even though we talk about things in social media context, and my story is obviously a social media story. Right. How we work together. We're talking about how we work together, blending old school styles that my grandmother taught me in La Cocina, mm-hmm. and what I've learned through the Mi Gente, MySpace, and Facebook eras, right? Mm. Um, so I'm sharing all that information, but I wanted to be evergreen, like we were talking about off, 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 uh, off mic. Um, I want it to be evergreen because I want, it, I want people to be able to adapt that style of connection no matter what the profile is, no matter what the platform is at the time. So whatever comes next, I want them to be able to adapt that in some way, shape or form and just focus on the philosophy that I'm sharing as opposed to the technology. That yes, because technology is always going to change. Yes, yeah. but if your approach is solid, then you sh- it should be a universal win-win. Yeah. Word. So, that's so, so that that's that's really where I'm at. And like I said, it, it's hard for me to do any of these interviews sometimes when we don't have a, a singular focus, because of the fact that I do so much. But that's just me. I'm just like. I don't want to use the word ADD because that's a real thing for real people. So I don't want to do that. I definitely but have ADD. Undiagnosed, but I can tell you. <laughs> that is real. I can't focus on one but, thing for too long. But I like to create. I continuously like to create. I've created multiple organizations where I've created them. Okay, you got this. Okay, bye. And I've done that over and over nice. again in my in my history. Um, and uh, and my sofritofriasoul.com website is the one thing I haven't been able to let go of. Real talk. I actually got offered money for it like four years in. And it's I turned, your baby. It's your first and, and I, yeah, yeah, I turned it. I, you know what? Yeah. Yes and no. Uh-huh. Right? So, yes, it's my baby. But I know because I'm creative that I could have created something just as cool after that mm-hmm. if I got rid of it. Right. So, I turned down $650,000. Yeah, but I did not. And this is in 1999-ish, uh-huh. something like that, 2000. Wow. I didn't turn it down because I didn't want the, or need the money. I needed the money desperately. I was already a young father with kids, mortgaged the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. I turned it down because I didn't have my business right. And that's what drives a lot of what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. I didn't have my business right. And instead of saying that to somebody and saying, hey, listen, you know, I really don't have, I don't know what I need to have to make this work, deal work. Right. Mm-hmm. But let me know. Mm-hmm. I was so embarrassed that I didn't know it. I just did the whole proud, like, yeah, that's my baby, yes, no se vende, whatever, whatever, and I right. got hardcore about it, but... They must have looked at you like, did he really just turn down he's his money? He's a dumbass. Yeah. Right, he's a silly boy. Keep your I'm a dumbass. And if, you knew, <laughs> and, if, and if you knew who wanted to buy it, it's just that much more funnier, but... Um, wow. <laughs> but yeah, but so, so I, um, so now, 
uh, now that we're working in this space where social media has become a business and, and the, the latest research shows that half of the kids in the world want to make money doing social media or YouTube or something of that nature, um, I decided to actually really focus on small organizations and nonprofits and really kind of help them understand the opportunity that's in front of them, how they can monetize or create monetization opportunities to fund their organizations awesome. or their causes yeah. without actually going to the people because that's the one thing that happens, right? You do an open mic today, me and her pay $5 to go to your open mic, and then she does an open mic and we pay $5 to go to hers and then she comes to our... Yeah, we're all like... We're, it's we're recycling. Yeah. It's a Ponzi scheme. We're like, we're, we're like passing the money from one to another, but we're not, we're not building anything. Yeah. Uh, so I'm trying to teach people to build stuff. That, that's that the focus sense. of Sofrito Media Group. That's the focus of my book. That's the focus of the ebook I just put out called How to Create Your... Yeah, how to create your personal recipe for the life you want to live. How can you get that ebook? Where is it? Available? You can get it. We could link it on, oh. the, on the podcast. We're going to do that. We're going to link that. that. It's a $5 book, and it basically focuses on one singular goal that you want to just to get you used to the process of breaking down what a goal is. So I tell my story about, awesome. um, about how I started the website and what I'm doing right now, the whole JetBlue thing and whatever. And I, and I talk about it, and, and then I, I share my my recipe on how I yes. continuously accomplish things. Is there sofrito awesome. in that recipe? There's <laughs> not. There's not, but I should just like add in a recipe card as a gift. Right? <laughs> there's, there's a recipe, I mean, there's a couple of recipes on the, on the website itself um, that people have given me over the years. I, I think I should just do like a book of all of everybody's different recipe for sofrito, right? And you just pick the one you like. I got the Puerto Rican one, I already know that shit. Alright, so. <laughs> so we know a lot of things that you've accomplished. Can you talk about something that you failed at? Oh my God, I failed at, at making my business some money making. Like, you know, even though I'm here 22 years, I, I spent a good, at least 10 years subsidizing. So working a high power community, you know, I worked a, a corporate job at T-Mobile. I worked in management and upper management for T-Mobile for 10 years. And I was raising my kids and putting them through college, well, private school and then college. Um, so I, I failed. How old is your oldest kid? My oldest kid is 31. Wow. Yeah, right. Dare I ask you your age? I'm 48. I'll wow. be 49 oh, in three weeks. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I thought you were in like your late 30s, early. Uh, God bless you, brother. <laughs> wow. Shout out to the kids out in the world. Word. Yeah, so, I, um, so, so, so my oldest is 31. Uh, my oldest son, that's my oldest daughter. My oldest son is 29. He just turned 29. Okay. And then I have twins that are 26. Wow. And uh, the twins are the ones that kind of like stuck to the show business because they grew up with me producing events and stuff like that. So my son, at his... 13th birthday party, his first teenage birthday party, I had DJ Flo from uh, La Mega. Okay. He's my fraternity brother. He came and did DJ the party. How cool is that? My son walks over to him and is like, can I do that? He wants to do the scratch. So scratch. my kid does huh? the scratch and all of a sudden, we have $40,000 of sound equipment in our house and he's a DJ and a producer and he's making music. That's great. He and ends up going to Five one. Towns. He ends wow. up going to Five Towns College, gets a degree. Wow. And then uh, his, uh, his internship was with a company called Pyrotech. So my son today is the person responsible for all the Anuel AA's fireworks at his concerts. And he's what, done the what? Grammys and whatever. He's 26 years old and he's traveling the world. That's awesome. wonderful. And then my daughter, his twin, uh, is an actress. And me and her used to go to acting class together and we used to do stuff together. And obviously she did tons of shows and plays that we've, uh, we went to throughout the years. And now she's living her life as an actress in New York City. She does makeup for Chanel, which is a job that she's had since high school. 
and she's living her best life. So that's my kids great. Are, my kids just are in a like great place. You must be right so there. proud. I'm super proud of them. Yes. They, they just, they're just amazing kids. They just have good hearts. They're good people. And that's and, important. And, and they love art. Above all things. You know, so you, know, you got to love that. Yep. You got to love that. I have one more question for you before we... Because we, you know, we things have 30 up. minutes typically to do these podcasts. And I know you wanted to ask us some questions as well. Yes. My, my one question for you is, what would you say to young George embarking on the journey that you were... That you were Getting ready to set out. If you could talk to him now, what would you say to him? I'm wearing it on my shirt. Alo foke. Alo foke. Alo foke. Like, yo, we spend so much time as people just worrying doubting. about how people are going to perceive us, worrying about if we're ready for something, if we're worthy for something. We spent so much time, and I spent too much time playing small, knowing that I was playing in the big leagues, but I played small so I wouldn't make the people around me uncomfortable. Mm. Yo, I and, and I'm literally. And I'm literally, wow. and I'm literally just coming. I'm, I've come out of it little by little over the years, but the last two years, the last three years, have been monumental because, wow. you know, I've done some crazy shit. Like I built <laughs> the first national organization for Latinos in social media. We built Capicu, which is a 13-year-old, a uh, 13-year-old uh, series. It's gonna be 13 this 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 next week. Wow. Uh, 13-year-old uh, open mic poetry series in New York. That's we have great. La Sopa, the School of Poetry, uh, Poetic Arts. Uh, that's embedded in the New Yorkian Poets Cafe and Loisaida Art Center. I mean, we've done some major things and, and, and we never had time to stop and just like reflect and, and appreciate and pat ourselves on the back. in that, right? Yeah, so, so I, would tell, I would tell young George, Rico, as most people know him. AKA. That's, that was the street name, right? Rico. Rico. <laughs> From Rico so, to Urban Hebottle. <laughs> From Rico to Urban Hebottle. So, um... Yeah, so I would t- I would tell him just you know I'll fuck it like just do what, f- what feels good to you. Don't worry about anybody. Don't wait for anybody. Just just do you do it. Just do it. You know I I and I would like for older George's message to younger Rico's uh, message to actually translate to you folks as well. If you're thinking about like taking a taking a venture, doing starting a business, starting a website, starting a podcast, whatever it is, a go blog. for it. Don't doubt yourself too much. Plan, write your ideas down, and execute. And like he said earlier, which is something that we've mentioned on quite a few podcasts, is never surround yourself with a bunch of failures trying to succeed. Um, they can't teach you nothing. They, they don't it, speak they're not the only same not going to teach you anything. They don't understand that language exactly. Right. So when you're sitting here talking expansion, they're looking at you like, huh? Sit down, because I'm sitting down. But you're not meant to sit down. You right. obviously stimulated with fly. these ideas and empowerment to do something different, because that's your soul path, right? Another podcast, we'll talk about that. Yo, but seriously, I'm gonna be real with you. Your first podcast is gonna suck. Your first book is gonna suck. The first time you go up to speak, you're gonna be nervous and you're gonna piss yourself after you get on stage. You're gonna throw up. It's all gonna suck. But you know what? To be honest with you, what you consider mediocre is somebody else's amazing. Yeah. You know how many times I walked into a public speaking venue when I was green in this space? And I, I said some real shit, mm-hmm. but I didn't feel like I executed it the way I planned it or the way I wanted to say it or right. whatever. I messed up some words or I got a fact wrong or whatever. Mm-hmm. And somebody walks over to me and was like, yo, that's the deepest shit I ever heard in my life. Because <laughs> you yeah. have to remember, it's all relative, We're right? We're yeah. worst critics. It's all relative. Yeah. It's all relative. So one of the things that, um, one, one story I'll tell you, I met a kid when he was in high school and I was one of the leaders at Muevede. I don't know if you know what Morvede is. I don't, but it's like it's like it was like a it was like a hood aspira. Uh-huh. Okay. It was like based in the hood, right? So 
This kid sees me, I give him a copy of a poem that I wrote called True Boricua when I went to college. And it talks about, you know, about my, about me going back to the neighborhood and people thinking that I was dead or locked up because I wasn't in the neighborhood. Right. But I was actually out there doing something with my life. Right. And he, I gave him the poem. He appreciated it. Thanked me. Took it home. I see the kid a couple of years later. Uh, He's a student at Columbia University. Wow. Okay. Walks over to me and tells me, got the poem in my pocket. No fucking in way. Plastic. Like, you know, a comic book, the comic book sleeves? Laminated and shit. He has it, yeah, he has it folded in his pocket. He's like, yo, this poem inspires me every day. I read it every day. He's in Columbia University. I come and see him two years later. He's joining my frat. Okay. And, and to talk about full circle, this is the fourth time, time that we meet. Yeah. So he's my frat brother now, right? He went from being a student in a, in a group to a Ivy League university to now being, being a uh, frat brother. Being a frat brother and crossing into the fraternity. I see him again after Hurricane Maria. He's a doctor doing work in Cuba, and now he's helping us with the farming stuff that we're doing on the island. Wow. wow. That's, that's, like so that's, that's, that's incredible. And he still, that's all he ever talks about is that poem. He has Puerto Rico all over his arm and chest and whatever. <laughs> and yeah, True Boricua was the poem that really did it for him. Wow. I need Crazy. to read this poem. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I'm looking forward to reading your book. Um, we don't have much time left. We have like an hour. We have, a, well, we have 30 seconds left really to complete the, the 30 minutes. But... Um, if how can people can we go you? an extra how time? People, yeah, we can. No. We could definitely. I think we'll extend this one just to just to just because it's more, special. It's, it's a double whammy. Hello. We have so much stuff going on. Freddie, we just started yeah, scratching yeah. the surface. Um, I know to follow follow him on social media. Uh, Urban Hibaro. That's you across the board. On Instagram. U R B A N J I B A R O. You got it. Uh, and then of course you can visit his website sofritoforyoursoul.com and check out that podcast. Uh, You're calling. My Instagram profile has my number. Call me. Hello. Text me. Like, he said slide in his got DM. Got the digits. <laughs> Do it. So yeah, give George some love. And Don't now... be sending me no roses, though. <laughs> He's not he paying like for flowers. that shit. We don't pay for okay? that shit. He don't like flowers. Nah. But, but, um, thank you. Yeah, thank you You're for welcome. coming on. Yeah, thank you and, for coming and, on. And as we flip the switch, right? Mm-hmm. Um, La Leche de Alte. Talk to me about that. Like, <laughs> La leche de So leche. Leche, la leche de latte is meant to be provocative. It's okay. my photography entity. Well, at least started out that way. Some things people don't know. It was supposed to be a community of talented artists committed to servicing the world of the arts, and that was a, co- a community collaborative that I thought was going to expand and was going to have everything from podcasters to magicians and fucking <laughs> painters and shit. Uh, but that didn't work out because you can never be responsible for other people. Uh, more than you can for yourself so I said fuck everyone else and decided to go rogue and just become a photographer on my own uh, but it's really meant to be light and love captured in the moment okay. it's intentionally spelled backwards or anything like that so that Spanish people are like okay wait what you know and so we can talk about it uh, but it's yeah it's my photography time. I like to be a part of special moments people I, I thought I was going to talk about something completely different when I got, I got the like you heard about Leche you're like Perate what is like, this about Perate. what am I getting into Perate. yeah no lots of Leche in my life for many reasons but La Leche de Latte is clean fun <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> because I didn't know how my mom's like you know my mom listens and watches everything I do so I wouldn't Sorry, know, I wouldn't mom. know how to explain that to her I mean she know she knows about me but you know <laughs> now she knows about us now she knows about you so um so talk to me about this like this dynamic between the two of you I I've listened to a couple of podcasts you guys really really bounce off 
Like, I love Eddie. Like, so we met on an app called Shaper. Yeah. Um, you sent him I was doing fashion styling <laughs> at the time. No, I, he didn't send me a rose. What he just sent me, he slid in my DM and right. he was like, "Yo, I'm doing a photo shoot. Do you want to style it?" I said, "Fuck it, let's do it." We met and we've been ever since. Like, yeah, it's been like, what three years now? Two years? Like maybe three or four. Or three or four or five or six i'm getting old okay. uh, it's, it's it's been a while it's been a while yeah we clicked and then when i met with you and i heard about the podcast thing i was like you know i could he's do like this. we should do a podcast i'm, like, I I'm like, this on my own but i need some female flair and yes it's like the female version of me yeah right? we always say that she I, has the pussy I that guy, i was never born with <laughs> okay. so, so he lives vicariously through my pussy yeah sorry mom I apparently didn't hear that that episode, but okay. <laughs> oh, you haven't heard about Random Cox podcast? Oh, yes, podcast coming soon. Yes, we're doing Random Cox. No, so we're not going to talk about Random Cox we were, right now. We're not going to do that. Guys. Where were we? We're back at us. So yeah, we we joined up, and I was like, "Yo, let's let's." I'm, I'm like, I don't like the sound of my own voice. I was really having a hard time with the whole podcast thing. I'm like, I don't know, I don't. You know, because when you're, I'm a little more comfortable with it now. In the beginning, I was like scared to talk or like, because I, I didn't want, I don't like to hear myself talk. I don't. Yeah, I really po- don't. podcasting is really good for people who are introverts because, you know, if you don't want to show your face on camera, on right. Instagram stories, this right. is a great But there's video. something about this being on and saying go talk that kind of makes me freeze up. I'm a little more comfortable with it now. I feel like every podcast that we do is a little more. I don't think I've heard a single one of the episodes where you didn't feel comfortable from my perspective. But again, again, back to what I said before. Right. You never know. You're mediocre if somebody else is amazing. So, yes. Mind you, one of the first comments we got was that Yaz's voice was sexy. Oh, God. So, Mm. No. I feel like I sound like a woman. I'm like, Yaz, you're going to intro this time on one of the episodes. She's like, Hi everybody! <laughs> Welcome to the La Leche de la Terra. And she, he's like, no more energy. I'm like, bitch, we're not charging four ninety nine a minute for this. But podcast. that would be awesome <laughs> if we did. <laughs> There's places for that. But, uh. There are. There's a time and a place for everything. Absolutely. So to answer your question, in, in totality, we, you know, I'm always networking with the many different things like you that that I do, and I thought it would just make sense for us to kind of tie everything that I do together as crazy and random as that is into random talks, which is just a platform to, to talk with our people about what you and your people are doing. Cause we meet all these great people along the way. And it's like, yeah, we want to share your story. We want you to tell everybody about it. We want to put you out there. You know what I mean? Like give them that platform. Absolutely. Absolutely. But you guys, like I said, as far as uh, the production value of what you're doing and, and it's a test, it's a testament to what anchor is doing period. Yeah. Is that they're allowing people to really kind of like make it happen. not worry about this tough stuff? Because if you had to do that, trust me, if you yeah, had to do the, the podcasting, and all the shit back in the if day, you had to do podcasting the way I did it on Blog Talk Radio, <laughs> you wouldn't be doing it right yeah, now. Which is why we didn't do it until Anchor. Because this, 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 <laughs> this would be a three or four hour process. Plus, you would have to go in and edit, yeah. and you, it was crazy. Wow. And so the they made it really easy. All the platforms, yeah, absolutely. You guys have really killed this. This where, is so simple. Well, there, there there are some things about that. We'll talk about that in the business session afterwards. <laughs> but um, but there's you know there's elevation after this you know anchor is doing great with what they're doing but also when the platform like this has that control over distribution you're also not coming up as an individual you can't see the stats like on apple pay you can't see how much how long people are listening to and whatever mm-hmm. so there's pros and cons okay. so i, I you know That's as much as i like know. to promote anchor mm-hmm. i also like to tell people that you know it's not what's up the end all be all yeah. there's, there's other levels to this you know yeah you know and that would explain why we got that little we got the little five stars of reviews and stuff on mm-hmm. apple podcast but we got no notification from anchor anchor do a little bit better um, <laughs> i like your analytics but 
Yeah, so but we would like to know. We, I would like to know what's going on on the platforms that we're yeah, distributing. To absolutely, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Right yeah. So, you guys get together. You start the podcast. What? So you told me what the podcast was supposed to be. Has it changed? Has it naturally evolved into something different than what you originally put on paper? I don't know. I feel like it. It is, it is what we. It is random. Totally random. random. And I love that it's random because it takes the pressure off. You know what I mean? And I don't like pressure. I like that it's random and that we just flow and that we, you know what I mean? That it's just what it is. It's not deeper than that. Cool. You know? Yeah. So my question is, what is the podcast that you want to do, but no satirizing? We're going right to do the random cocks. We're going to do random cocks. Okay. So and, and, I had and, absolutely uh, so, nothing to do with this idea. So the idea behind random cocks <laughs> is that I sit down with guys, men, and talk about sex with them the way I would talk to my girlfriends about it. Like gotcha. really get the male perspective on some of the shit me and the girls talk about when the guys aren't there. But get to know like what the guy's thinking. Mm-hmm. And of course, Eddie's mm-hmm. going to give his perspective. Um, <laughs> I had nothing to do with the idea. So I've had a few guys hit wow. me up like, yo, Jazz, <laughs> we sit down and talk about sex. I'm like... <laughs> 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 Rewind the tapes. Yes, you should YouTube. do Random Talk Cox podcast. <laughs> there could no. be Cox everywhere for you. Now yes. Um, but that should be an interesting podcast. We've actually had a few people who listen and subscribe to this, and they're like, "What's up? Yes, What's up with the random cocks, y'all?" Waiting for it, and I'm like, "Oh my god, what do we do?" <laughs> Invest in the voice changer, and I might jump. I won't tell you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot to say about this. <laughs> I can't necessarily say on social sofrito, but uh, <laughs> it's off brand a little bit. <laughs> but um, but no, that's dope. That's dope. So you guys are now. In the, in the process of taking this to another level, I can see it in the progression, right? I see the people that you're talking to. I know some of the people that you've talked to in the past, and it's just Shout getting better. Shout out to Ivelisse. You said she was Ivelisse, a friend of yours. Um, Jose Ivelisse, Ramon. I love her. Jose Ramon. Uh, who else? There's I'm a couple actually other people. his wedding on Saturday. Oh, nice. Oh, is that this Saturday? Yeah, this Saturday. Oh, nice. Congratulations gee, again, guys. Yes. So, so, tell me about the monetization. How do you see this actually taking off into being something that you may be able to take a lot more seriously and, and elevate? Well, Yaz and I were talking um, recently and I was telling her for season four, I really want to elevate the podcast a little bit more. I'd like to get some some more announcements and kind of like a schedule going in terms of like, you know, knowing what our roster is going to look like right now. We're kind of going with the flow with people have just naturally been available every Tuesday for the last year. <laughs> Gracias a Dios. Uh, and that's the, the universe kind of, I work weirdly like that. Like I'm partially really anal and, and, and preventive and I like to plan ahead. And then half of me is like, you know, the universe Whatever is serving comes, you regardless yeah. of what you plan. So go with that. Yeah. Um, but we, we want to, not only that, we want to, we want to reach out for sponsorship to, to, to like seek out sponsorships and have a lot of our listeners who are listening. If you love, you have the opportunity through anchor to show some love. We were fortunate enough to have a couple of people subscribe for nine ninety nine a month. Okay. Thank so, you, subscribers. Yeah, thank you. We love you. <laughs> uh, so that has kept us that's kept us going, and it, it's exciting to see that people love what we have to talk about so much that they're willing to to, to invest to invest Word. into that. that. So yeah. Sometimes it comes from strangers, right? Yeah, it does. It's, it's you, sometimes. Most of the time, the love is from strangers. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like a lot of the people that share my stuff, like the blog, even the podcast, are people who I don't have close relationships with on a daily. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's people that I met at one point, and I see them here and there, and those are the people that are showing me the love. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's really interesting because for a long, long time, 
my family did not know what I did. They didn't understand the digital storytelling, whatever. And I would be at Thanksgiving dinner, and they'd be like, "Mira, tú nunca traes ni un chin de sofrito de muestra." Like, I don't sell sofrito. Man. <laughs> exactly, that's not. It's not what I do. About, but I don't have a restaurant. But, but my family has evolved, and they, they they really dig what I do now. And it's because obviously, as the brand elevated, I've done more TV, I've done more interviews, and they've gotten a chance to see more right. uh, in traditional media. But my mom is like a down low, like TikTok famous. Like, That's hysterical. Yo, Just my like my mom, mom is a down low Facebook. That was the worst mom, thing we could have ever done was give her a Facebook yo, let page. Let me tell you, my mom has this thing where she loves music. And she does these natural, like I, I take these videos, but then nothing scripted. It's just her wilding out. I so love she's it. done Cardi B. She, she, did, yeah. she did a video in, in uh, Home Depot where she's like, I'm all the way up. Nothing can stop me. All the way up. And she's like, with her middle finger. Wow. <laughs> really repping. Then just two weeks ago, I'm at her house. She did two things, right? She grabbed my phone. I had my phone running. I had it running because I was actually doing videos. And I do everything in one take and then I just edit and whatever. Right. So I'm doing a bunch of videos back to back or whatever. My mom's song, her music, she turns her music up. She turns her music up. She's like, El hombre que yo amo, sabe que lo amo. She's like, cabrón. And I'm like, this Sounds is personal, gold. mom. It's really it's gold. And then, and then she takes my phone when I'm in the shower and she says, and I'm walking out of the shower and she's doing this. She's like, to all you girls on social media, stop liking my son's videos so he could find himself a girl and give me more granddaughters. <laughs> As if she doesn't uh, have uh, enough grandchildren. She doesn't have enough grandchildren. My brother just gave her like six. Like, what? Yeah, like crazy. Just gave her like, like six. Yeah, like in the last three, four years. Like crazy. Shout out to old school moms. They be collecting Word. grandkids. Yeah. So my mom is, you know, she should become an undercover, like, you know, uh, TikTok star. So, so yeah. So I don't even know where I was going with that. But, <laughs> but thanks. That was <laughs> great. I love just, that. That's no, a great mom story. No, it's just my mom is amazing. I'm actually going to go see her tomorrow. Shout out to but, Urban Hebado Mama. Yeah. Yes. She don't even have a nickname. I got to get her a nickname. Word. She wants to do Tinder. So I, this is what I'm thinking I'm going to do tomorrow. I'm done. <laughs> I think I'm going to give her a Tinder account. Not for her to have on her own. And then we can but have just, her on random cops. I just want to see. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I just want to see her swipe. I just want to see her swipe. I want to see what she swipes on. Right. And I want to see who swipes on her. Right. I want to see who swipes on her. Like, Imagine she starts Nigerian. swiping and they're like, connected, connected, connected. <laughs> yeah. You swipe right too. <laughs> anyway, forget about mine. But, um, so yeah, so, so the monetization piece is huge. Um, you know, obviously people are making good livings doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's an opportunity for you guys to really expand the brand. So I'm excited about season four. Yeah, I want me to see too. What you bring next to the table. Um, there's a bunch of podcast conferences, which we don't even know they're going to happen right now because of all the medical stuff that's going on. But right. there's a couple of podcast uh, um, uh, links that I'll share with you guys so that you guys can see like you know what, what where you fit. Okay. Yes. There's one, there's a podcasters of color specifically, so it's okay. pretty dope. Um, what podcast do you guys like to listen to? You know what? I don't like listening to people talk. That's good karma, good karma. I, I, I'm sorry, I like Joe Rogan, but you know I keep uh, the being real. Okay, Joe Rogan. I love listening to him. Um, okay. I think that he has some interesting topics. It's like borderline conspiracy theory, but it's all... It's oh my God, TV. what is it? I don't even know but this you're about you. To like you think you know somebody. Government officials and all kind of different people that are like talking about real life shit. Elon Musk was on it. They were smoking weed. I love their... Like, oh, I you showed me that because yeah. of the whole weed thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> of the whole weed thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like, got to see this guy because he's long. Um, but it was interesting. Yeah, I, I definitely like the Joe Rogan podcast. It's my like, favorite. Cool. So what do you... Like, when somebody listens to your podcast, what do you really want them to walk away with? I would really ideally like to think that people are connecting to the people we interview 
for what they have to offer, the value that they offer the community, and really like I, just identifying us as the referral source, if you will. Like you know, I found out about Ivelisse's yoga classes because or your marketing, of the podcast, you know, right. your lunch and learns that you do or whatever social media related stuff. How did you find out about that? By the way, uh, that is a good question. <laughs> so I saw it actually. You know who introduced me to it? Um, a woman who came with me. She had a book as well. And I'm sorry I'm not remembering your name right now, love, because I meet thousands of people every week and I can't. But. And I should remember because the book is sitting on one of my bookshelves yeah. like, yeah, every single day. <laughs> but, but yeah, I know, I know who you're talking about. She, but yeah. she did a collaborative book with a woman named Valor Sue uh, and she invited me. She said, look, I think this would be a great place for you to come and learn some, some stuff about how to promote your book. So I, I went. I was like, fuck it. Let's go. You know, the Summer Rising December has really opened a lot of doors for me. So... It's been a blessing. So, so based on that podcast that you want to do, I, I I'm, I'm going to ask this anyway. But is there anything that you're afraid to touch on the other podcast? Like no. something that you feel like you're if uncomfortable you know with? Me it? And anybody who knows me knows that I'm very open and I'm very free. And it, there's nothing that I'm not scared to talk about. I'm not scared to talk about anything. I'll okay. talk about anything. Okay. I'm open, but then I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. I have like, and I'm just keep it real with all of y'all because I don't give a shit. Eddie's about to talk. Yeah, I have, I have. I have some things that I'm working on. Like, I'd like to ideally get my my book turned adapted into a film. Um, and, I, and I am working with adolescents. And I have my hands in a lot of different pots. And my concern is that the genuinity that everybody knows, because I'm me across the board. But, of course, in professional settings, you don't bring your whole you, right? Right, there's a time and a place for you. everything. And my concern is, you know, talking about Random Cox podcasts and all these things um, may or may not rub some people wrong that could potentially be business opportunities. Uh, but then there's a part of me that's also like, well, fuck them. I don't want to work with those kind of people anyway. You know, so it's a balance. I think yeah. um, letting Yaz do the free your pussy diaries. Yeah. Just kind of writing the that Bronx pussy diaries. <laughs> I, I, I kind of feel like you like the, the uh, no marioneta. Like he's like, you know, whisper things in your ear. You have a true I'm like, you say it because I can't. You say this, right? I want you to say this. Yes. Say cock. <laughs> <laughs> No, but you guys are officially the first people to ever say cock on my podcast. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Multiple times. Where's the confetti? I don't know. Like where the balloons at? We should know. celebrate. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know where to go from here. <laughs> but we don't have that much more time anyway. So. No, no. So, but no. But like I said, I like what you're doing. I think that the being the bridge is, is really what you guys do best, and I appreciate you for it, which is Thank why you. I wanted to come here. You, um, you know, I, I think that um, the the one thing I could tell you. And I think you already do it, you know, whether it's five people or 5,000 people downloading the podcast, that same energy is really appreciated because you don't know where the podcast is going to end up. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it may not be a hit today, but then all of a sudden you hit on something that becomes a trending topic five years from now. And then people all of a sudden check out our old, old right. podcast. people yeah. went back and they're listening our to. I think for me, when I do these things, I really like, I, again, I'm spiritual. So I feel like everything that comes to me comes from a greater energy that is serving a purpose that is greater than me. And so I literally just kind of go and I think about it a little bit later more than yeah. than now. Um, and then I kind of adjust and learn. But I think that uh, I trust this process. And if this goes nowhere, it will go to the people it was supposed to. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when I say nowhere, I well, mean like well, if it doesn't become a million dollar thing, that's fine. But if it inspired one or two people, I'm good with that. To do million yeah. dollar Not to mention things. we have fun doing this, right? Yeah. Like right. I, yeah, no, no, no. I was just going to say that. I can do this that. for hours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can do this for hours. I see. And... This is our first 47 minute long podcast. I know. And <laughs> well, I love gonna, this. It's going to be an hour because it's a double header. I mean, <laughs> that's what it is, right? Um, I... Uh, I want to know from each of you. I'm gonna start with you, Yaz. I do. Me, your ladies first. What's the question 
that you hoped that I would ask? What's the question that you wanted me to ask? Because you, know you had a banging-ass answer for it. This is hard, guys, because I wasn't expecting to be asked anything. But um, I'm happy that you were open to talk about the random cocks with me. Because, and that we were the first to say cock on your podcast. Because I think people are afraid to talk about sex. And you know what? People shouldn't be afraid or ashamed of it. And women especially are shamed for it. And they shouldn't be. And people need to own that. And people need to be more comfortable talking about it. Because you know what? If it wasn't for sex, none of us would be here. Mm-hmm. So stop being, you know, take the stick out of your Boma. ass. You no, and you know what? Too long. <laughs> and, and when I did, when I did Copy Cool, the, the, the former podcast that we did, we did touch on sex a lot. But it was a little bit more entertainment based. I think that right now, like, unless... I got a second opportunity. I, I interviewed Vanessa Del Rio, one oh. of the first Puerto Rican porn stars. Yes. Um, Shout out unless, to unless I was talking about something that was branded around as sex. sex. Right. It, it wasn't random. I'm not, I'm, not fir- I'm not personally afraid to have the conversation, but everything's contextual. Right. So here is contextual. So yeah, we'll talk about whatever. <laughs> um, I'd like to see a female version of that for myself, like maybe some guys, but it might random be frown- pussy cop, it, it random pussy cop. Cut, but, it, it might be frown- <laughs> it might be frown- <laughs> tongue twister. I was telling you that you know maybe we should maybe right have some girls on. Like- yeah, I would like to have some of my girlfriends come on too, but I think I want the focus should be on the dudes because <laughs> you got the female perspective right here. The Bronx Pussy Diaries podcast. She's like, I'm everything. Hello, I am. <laughs> All right, so Eddie, what about you? What's the question that you? I think you touched it. It was the, when you asked about like what was the purpose of the podcast. I would, I think, considering that you are the, essentially like the seedling of the thought, um, that, that that would be perfect to be asked and to talk about because this is again, you're, you, we spoke about full circle earlier, and this is me going to your thing, unbeknownst to who you are and what you have to offer, and then getting a bit of information that was a nugget for me that worked. And taking it and applying it, and here we are a year and a half later. That's amazing. So, wow. Well, there you go. So, thank you, I, so I, I, thank you for inspiring I, Eddie. I guess Social Sofrito has a, a sister podcast. Now. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's dope. That's dope. Um, what's what's next? Who do you want to interview? Like, what would be your dream interview? Like, oh, who would you, who would you want to talk to? Who do you want one hour <laughs> with? That's not me. Okay. <laughs> who do you want one hour with uh, to just like talk about anything and one everything? One hour with who? Okay. That's a good question. That is a good I know we have we have a couple of people coming up. Um, no, forget about the people that you have coming up. That are going to be here <laughs> anyway. Talk I'm talking about who, would, who do you want? Like, who would you really like to dig deep you know, into? It could be anybody. Know, it could be somebody famous. It could be the fucking guy at the bodega. It could be anybody. The guy in the bodega. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Shout out we'll to the guy the um, um, Wow. <laughs> Go for it. Yes, I don't yes, know. Yes. I I I can't think of anybody right now. Um, There's nobody in the media, to. in politics, you anywhere. Like, I'm not even gonna lie, and this is really out there, or I'm gonna take a stab at it first. Go ahead, do it. Do I'm it. gonna say Oprah Winfrey. Okay. Oh wow. I would love we to shoot the Oprah. shit with her on like life and balance and what I call wise human practice, which is actually a, a book that I'm writing. Small plug. Um, <laughs> so yeah, a follow-up to the Summarize in December 2 and wise human practice. And I think one of the people, a lot of people look to her for guidance. And I think um, while I'm not necessarily one of those people, I would love to pick her brain because she's just so sought out. Okay. You know, sought after for, for advice okay. and lifestyle choices. So Cool. Yeah, I can't think of anybody. I'm sorry. Nobody. I, I don't know. Well, right now, I... I I can't think of anyone because we sat down with Abuja. You know how much I love her. That was and nice. So she was, so that was 
fanning out the whole time. We were with like, Bruja, yeah. and she's like, I couldn't even sit still. I couldn't. I could not sit still. So La Bruja was the first feature on Sofrito for Your Soul. Oh. oh. Because of the fact that um, uh, when I was at SUNY College at Westbury, um, we hired La Bruja. And I found out just recently. And that was back in the late 90s, right? Early yeah, 2000s. Yeah. So what happened, what happened was so that I, I, was, I was cool with her. And we were doing what we were doing. And we, I got this event for her. And I just found out when she did our anniversary show a couple of months ago. Or a couple of years ago, rather. That that was her first paycheck in poetry. Wow. So, and we're, we're super cool. She's going to be one of my next guests on, on Social Sofrito. I will make sure that I listen. So that, yes. that's going to be, you know. But, um, Caridad, but, I love you and your name, De La Luz. Caridad De La Luz, <laughs> yes. So I'm, I'm going to go on a limb and say that I would like to interview like one of your parents. Like that's Wow, uh, that would be hysterical. I would, I would love, like me personally, I would love to talk to your mom about who Eddie is. Uh-huh. And I would like to talk to your dad. Yo, that would be funny. Yeah, you would need two hours with Papi. Because yeah. he's, <laughs> by himself, he's like... Just and he will but, tell you everything. But 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 you know not so much in the perspective that now you're a media personality and you're doing a podcast. As Jasmine, like I just daughter. like just who I'm I'm meeting. I'm meeting you for the first time, and your vibe is super chill. Thank you. But I would like to really kind of dig into that and kind of figure out how you got there, <laughs> and and you know good, bad, or indifferent. You know, but yeah, I like I like talking to older people. My because, father loves me unconditionally. And he calls me Toti because he says I'm Tota, but that's another story. Tota. <laughs> I love our tota. people. Yeah. Spanish people, we have the most dysfunctional ways Toti. of giving each other love. You know, Absolutely. I learned how to play with my dog by calling him little motherfucker. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> I do this now. That's what we do. My like, partner looks at me like, you're, you're fucking nuts. And Very I'm like, good. that's not how you play with your dog. Like, yeah. Right. You know? so, yes. so, so getting to know you guys, and that, that would be uh, an interesting interview. It wouldn't be the, the one. You know, I have other people I want to interview. <laughs> But that's an interview that I would think would be interesting. Awesome. And again, not because you're a media personality now and you're doing a podcast, but just because I think you're super cool and I kind of like, I like reverse engineering, trying to figure out like how do you get from A to B? Like right. what are some of the experiences, good, bad, or indifferent that make you who you are? So right. I'd be very interested in, because you guys, like I said, you're dynamic and everything. And you, as spiritual as you are, I would love to hear that story and how you got there. Um, so the sun will rise in the center. The sun will rise in the center. He's like, buy the book. No, I gave you a book. I know. Yeah, so no, I, no, no, not at all. Actually, I was going to say to you, unfortunately, my mom is no longer with us, so you wouldn't be able to pick her brain. And my father is good old Puerto Rican sperm donor, so shout out to him. Uh, shout out to the sperm donors but, of the world. No, I, feel, so, no, I feel like a dick. No, <laughs> no, no, not at all. No, I was going to say, all. so you no. can definitely interview her parents, but with me, you have to read the book, bro. <laughs> you know, no, I, I got I to hear your account of it. You'll see, you'll see, um... You'll see why I'm spiritual. I think you give, give you a glimpse into the hopelessness that was my first chapter and why why I'm where I am today. And, and I'm gonna say this, um, and, and I know that this is like is unheard of in in male dominated world, right? I I appreciate you because when I met you, the conversations that we had off the bat were super vulnerable, super cool, and and guys don't connect that way normally, wow. yeah. right? And, and, you know, hopefully some of the work that I'm doing in the next year, some things that I have on the, on the roadmap are going to be able to open up those conversations more. So I'm definitely going to be inviting you to some events that are going to be love, very bro. super... I would love to come out and give some love. Su- super, focused on, um, super focused on male... Uh, Heads up, connecting. the maximum recording time. Oh, so we... Okay. Yeah. Okay. We got four minutes. And we got, yo, we got timed out. Urban <laughs> they don't want us to win. They don't want us to win. I would love to come yes. out and empower... 
Um, I'm working, I, I'm doing that now with speaks, like I did uh, speak for the Human Rights Commission of Pennsylvania, for the Baltimore President's Office, the Supreme Court judges, law enforcement and folks, and I would like to keep doing, I've done a few graduations, but I'd love to connect with people and, and kind of lay the carpet of what my history was and people just start walking on it in this, in metaphorically speaking, in the sense that they start to share I went through this and I went through that. I had one woman who started unpacking that she went through the witness protection program wow. and she just uncontrollably crying and her kids are like, what did you do to my mommy? And I'm like, I'm sorry. I just <laughs> mentioned that bullet in trying to tell her the synopsis. And um, she's, thank you for sharing. I never met anybody in my entire life who, who I felt could understand what I went through. Yeah. So I love to empower and I, I, I'm, I'm available to you however that looks, bro. Yeah, and same, same the other way around. If you guys need me to come down to one of these schools up here in the Bronx. And Let's the hood, go. I'm, I'm Let's do a social sofrito empowerment day. Do Let's it. do it. Let's do it. it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're this has been a double header. Yes. Social sofrito. Slash random talks. talks. I love it. Um, <laughs> ya tu sabes. Support the movement. Peace. Yes. yes. And as always, you know, we like to close off by reminding you that you have limitless light, love, and potentiality. So chase your dreams and watch the miracles unfold. Word. Until uh, next time, peace. we love you. Se me paran los pelos. Take care, y'all.